We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 28th day of June, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? It's good to see you. Healthy and alive. Uh, doing well. Been uh, <laughs> enjoying this wonderful weather. We, we had 75 degree weather yesterday, which is uh, what I say. It was like 23, 24 degrees Celsius, I think, uh, in that uh -huh. range. Uh -huh. uh, wonderful weather for this time of year. Um, we usually see 100 degree weather or uh, what is it? Uh, 35, 40 degrees Celsius, I think, somewhere in that range. So it's uh, been nice. Glad to hear that you're having nice weather. It's been roasting hot over here, and I'm not very well accustomed to that. It it, it just irritates me. I, I mean, it doesn't bother me so much because you know, coming from the Midwest, it's kind of eh, you know, whatever. But uh, it's it's just annoying. You know what I mean? But the good news is, is that I've got I think over 20 tomatoes on my my tomato plants, uh, on you know, on the vine, as in growing. Uh, got my first two zucchinis the other day and uh, got a couple of strawberries doing well. And I'm just now starting to eat my uh, my lettuce that I was growing and I'm making my own salads and stuff. My, my radishes, you saw those. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and I'm getting ready to replant uh, some of those, get another batch out of them this year. And yeah, yeah it's been pretty, pretty good for growing. Sound good. Good to hear. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a short one today because we had other plans and they kind of fell through. Uh, and so unfortunately, we kind of lost some time, but uh, that's OK, because we'll just have to reschedule it for another time. I have to find out what went wrong and then we'll see if we can rectify that uh, later on in the week or possibly next week. Anyhow, I know we talked yesterday about Roe v. Wade. Um, do we have anything else we want to mention on that? I mean, I, I was mentioning some stuff in prep to you, and I guess I'll mention it here again. You know, I, I look at that as... Yes, I, I agree with the ruling that the Supreme Court did. I agree that, you know, doling it back to the states is the way to go because that's what it should have been in the first place. The state should have decided. So they basically just reversed a decision that they didn't have a right to make in the first place. That's all they did. Nothing actually changed. No, nothing changed. Everyone's out there hitting the streets and everyone's out there protesting. You know, okay, fine, go ahead and, you know, you can protest whatever you want. Just don't make it violent. Don't threaten people, which the, clearly that's what they're doing. But this is how our system works. I understand a lot of people don't grasp that concept. The people that are in government would have you believe that we are a democracy in America. We are not a democracy. We have never been a democracy. Do not let them bait you into that. America is not Europe. America is not Canada. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. And in our most sacred document, the Constitution, we have something called the Tenth Amendment. The Tenth Amendment gives each state in the Union its right to govern itself, which means the federal government cannot supersede that. It is a check on that balance of power, hence why we have a system of checks and balances. So it's not as simple as saying, okay, let's just have a referendum at the national level and then it's done. That's what happens in a democracy. Again, we are not a democracy. The closest thing that you could equate 
to a direct democracy in Western civilization is Switzerland. That is the closest thing you could equate that to. People in Switzerland actually vote on issues rather than run it through their, you know, like a Congress and, and all bunch of nonsense and, and all that stuff. The people actually decide what goes on there. They have elected representatives called cantons, and then the cantons work inside the federal government and they can contact their people in a representative form that way. It works for them. In our case, it doesn't. We've got 535 corrupt windbags up there on the hill that most of them need to be swept out on their asses anyway. But the ruling, I, I guess I'm getting sidetracked here, but it's essential that people understand this. And, and people people have been asking me over the, over the weekend, they say, well, how are people supposed to know this? And I say, they're supposed to learn. That's what they're supposed to do. How are people supposed to keep up on all that? Well, you familiarize yourself with our system, then you can understand what happens. So nothing actually happened in this ruling. Nothing actually happened. And I, and I will re reiterate that again and again and again and again. Nothing actually happened. It went back to the states. The places that most of these people are crowing in and causing havoc in the streets are in states and cities where nothing has changed. Have you noticed that? Like, they're protesting out in the middle of L.A., stopping traffic on the L.A. freeway. For what? Well, no, nothing's changed. You're protesting in Chicago. You're protesting in New York. You're protesting in Philadelphia. No, none of this stuff has changed in the places where you are. Nothing. In those states, you'll be you're, you're free to uh, murder life before it has a chance to live. Uh, you're still free to do that there. That's true. That's true. So nothing has changed on that end. And then at the same time, you have people on the right. You have the well, I, I don't even want to say people on the right because I really don't consider myself to be on the right. I consider myself to be outside of the system. But if you want to put me somewhere, you can put me as an independent conservative constitutionalist kind of guy. That's where you can put me. Bruce is smiling because what? Let me guess. I'm, you're, I'm, you're on the I'm right. I'm smirking because <laughs> because you said you're, you're you're not on the right. And uh, I'm smirking because I am the, on the right. The agenda. I'm, has put us there. I'm not saying I, I understand, but I'm not saying right as in right or left. I'm saying right as in correct. Oh, right. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I got you. I got you. OK, in that sense. Yeah, I agree with you. But no, I'm seriously, you you put me down as an independent conservative because I don't identify with either one of that that paradigm. They need you to choose a side in that. And that's that's not going to accomplish anything, especially in this this polarized society that we find ourselves in in the West. So you can't put me there. Uh, and I refuse to play that game because that's exactly what they want you to do. So you can't lose if you don't play plain and simple. So the people on the right, the conservative types that have said, oh, wait, wait a minute, you know, all this this corruption in government and uh, all this uh, stuff. Uh, well, OK, we, we don't want any more of this. We don't want any more of you people in office. We don't want any more of these institutions, these bureaucracies. That's now been appeased, hasn't it? They've thrown a bone to that crowd. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Don't lose faith in the system. We're giving you something here. It's a token victory. That's all it is. Nothing actually changed. I'll say that again. Nothing changed for either side. They just gave you a little bit of appeasement. They steamed up the people on the left and they appeased the people on the supposed right. That's all they've done here. They just needed to drive a little, a little bit of a wedge to cause a little bit more conflict. That's all they needed. It's a bridge. I'll put it that way. It's an ideological bridge that they built to get us to the next crisis. This one's not going to last long. This one will burn itself out because just like the, the Ukraine thing, you know, the Zelensky thing, the climate change, the, the COVID, whatever. They just need to build a little bit of a bridge here to get themselves across the river to the next crisis, whatever that is. 
It's going to be something else next time. It's going to be, I don't know, my guess is the economy, the shortages, uh, the heating costs, uh, the energy prices, everything's going to start culminating uh, once we go into the fall and into the winter. Uh, and it's going to cause people to, to have power outages. That's my that's my guess. Anyway, with food shortages on top of that. I agree with you, but they have to they have to switch to a different they have to switch to something else that gets you distracted from that. Because yeah. that's going to destroy them in uh, the next, and uh, well, coming November. I, I think though they're they're trying to tee up that um, gay marriage is going to be next, or honestly, maybe. But the thing is, is if it is, let's say it is, based on the previous rulings, it'll go back to the states. And to to put a, a clearer point on those that aren't familiar with American uh, the American system, technically we do have referendums, but it's at the state level. Technically, states vote on things. And you can vote on it directly in many cases. Uh, you, you vote on things like uh, taxes and those kind of things uh, directly. It'll be on the ballot. So in, in a sense, we do have them. It's just each, each state has its own. It's not a national uh, countrywide thing because each state is free, as you said, in the 10th Amendment, each state is free to make their own uh, rules and laws within the, the Constitution. As long as they're not violating that, any state can do basically what they want, uh, more or less, aside from what the, the government, the federal government has been issued. They're, they're supposed to do things like protect the border, uh, you know, have a, a we say they're supposed to have a military, but the Second Amendment kind of covers every single American is part of the militia. So uh, that, that that's kind of taken care of there. But um, in a sense, this is putting this is putting more power into the people's uh, hands. Uh, so instead of having the federal government choose. It is now going to a local government, which you have more voting power to elect those officials, and you have more voting power and sway in those referendums, if you will, or when you vote on these topics. So it, it, it's really empowering the individual more. So if a state decides they want abortion, well, th th they can have abortion currently. I would argue that it, it violates, like, eh, basically, it's going to boil it down to you're going to have to decide what life is and when life starts. If you decide life happens at conception, then there is no abortion. That it that's murder. So it, yeah. it, it really depends on, you know, how we're gonna define this. Yeah. And this is this is the other thing. This is this is where it gets out of hand. Even somebody that was say like uh, you know a moderate democrat where they could understand and i'm just saying because that's where the you know the whole thing was championed from in the first place let's just say that they go along or even if a state all right i'll just cut the politics out of it let's just say in, even if a state if it has you know a hard limit say rape or incest let's just go there see the initial argument with roe v wade was you know the the abortion thing was that it would be something that was done very early on the problem is, is that they've taken it all the way up until point of birth. That's the bigger issue here, is that. Okay, so for example, Ireland, right? We know somebody in Ireland, in, in Southern Republic of Ireland. That person was saying to us, yeah, they legalized it, but you can't get one because of reasons. Well, I'll tell you what those reasons are. You can't get an abortion past 12 weeks. That's the reason. Germany, they have legalized abortion here as well, where I'm at. However, you can't get one after 12 weeks. Same thing in- um, you guys are more conservative than we are. And, <laughs> it's and, it's funny, know. isn't it? Yeah. This is the issue here, is, is this right here, is this, this late-term uh, abortion thing, and that's not being talked about. And now you've got this this whole thing with California. This idea that we're going we're gonna to do this up to age two? What? I was about to ask, have we lost our damn minds? But it's California, so I'm not going to make any qualms there. But at what point does it become 
about what it's about. I'll put it that way. About what point does it become what it's about? And what it's what it's about is about killing kids. That's what it's about. You see, with this ruling here, with this this decision to send it back to the states, all this does, as I said, it doesn't change in the states that are already doing it anyway. It's going to have limits in the uh, in the states that decide against it. But at what point does it become about what it's about? They're going to have a body count. It's still going to be there. It's just not going to be as high as they want it. I don't think it'll ever get to that point to where we'll, we'll, we'll actually be on that topic uh, necessarily because the left controls the media. The left basically controls the narrative right now. The uh, opinion that was released you know, on, on Roe v. Wade, they actually address the fact that Roe v. Wade was intended for more of your early uh, stage of development uh, abortions. I think up to 16 or 18 weeks, I believe, somewhere in that range. It was stated in that opinion, and they actually pointed out that what's being argued for now is not Roe v. Wade. It is so far further than that, as you said, uh, with late-term abortions. That was in the opinion, and it's not part of the narrative. It's not part of what the media is talking about. It's not what... None of that is happening right now. So at this point, I, I don't think... And they've already they've already branded uh, Thomas as as wanting to go. Clarence Thomas is going towards contraception and and gay marriage. When I believe, if I remember right, in in the opinion, he says something on the lines of um, abortion is different than those things. And he was just using those as, as examples that basically those topics were done in a better way than what abortion was done. And yeah. that is, so basically in that, he was just saying it, there probably won't be any cases on this because it, it it's more acceptable. Yeah. Um, that said, I wish there was something that was brought forth and it not be gay, gay marriage. It would be marriage in general. I, I think the government should be out of marriage completely. This should be between you and, that, and your significant other. Yeah. And that's that's whatever your your preference is, what, whatever that is. That doesn't matter. The government has no business being in your business, period, end of story, no matter which way you you think or feel. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would just I would much rather have them uh, not involved, even though I'm, I'm you know, the traditional family, you know, uh, male, female, you know, and, and marriages between a man and a woman. Even though I'm that stance, I would I would still rather the state be completely involved in that. And you just if you want to go marry a dude as a dude or a chick as a chick, have, have at it. Mm -hmm. yep. Your your legal yep. age consent, go for it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the third country that has uh, banned abortion uh, was Italy after 13 weeks. So it's it's not it's not 12 weeks. It's 13 weeks. So after 13 weeks. That's it. That's a cutoff date. That's it. Still even more conservative than Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Yeah. So these countries that say, oh, well, you know, Europe has this. Europe has that. Do they? OK. Anyway, that's enough of the abortion record. Or do you want me to play the, uh, the the Roe v. Wade or the excuse me? What's her name? Jane Roe. Do you want me to play that clip and then we can move on or do, do you just want to you, forego it? Uh, I, I think it's I think it's good to. Yeah, I, I think it would be good for people to hear. Okay, here it is. Most of you won't recognize me or my real name. It's Norma McCourty. I'm also known as Jane Roe, the plaintiff in the Supreme Court case, Roe versus Wade, which legalized abortion in America and changed our nation in an unprecedented way. Back in 1973, I was a very confused 21-year-old with one child and facing an unplanned pregnancy. At the time, I fought to obtain a legal abortion. But the truth be told, I have three daughters and have never had an abortion. However, upon knowing God,
God, I realized that my case, which legalized abortion on demand, was the biggest mistake of my life. You see, abortion has eliminated 50 million innocent babies in the U.S. alone since 1973. Abortion scars an untold number of post-abortive mothers, fathers, and families, too. You read about me in history books, but now I'm dedicated to spreading the truth about preserving the dignity of all human life from natural conception to natural death. You said that she had been somewhat of an opportunist in recent years, yeah? Well, that that's the rumor. Uh, the, there's been arguments that have been put forth that uh, she's not really serious in this. Uh, she's really just an opportunist trying to go after conservatives' dollars uh, and the fame that will ensue, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's, it could be true. Um, to be fair, there, there was video that was aired from years ago of Trump saying um, uh, Republicans are stupid uh, as much as uh, the, the, the American Republican probably doesn't want to hear that. He's not wrong uh, because anytime there's a topic that comes up and you get any ground on the on the topic like Roe v. Wade, uh, typically Republicans um, sit back and they say, OK, we, we did something. Yeah, we made our country better instead of doubling down and pushing further and just level all of these sacred cows just go for everything and get as far right as you can. Uh, and I mean, correct, not right as in left and right and getting things back to sanity. You stop. So I, I think this is a, if it's true, it, it fits, it fits, it makes sense. Um, but again, this is just hearsay. Nancy Pelosi has uh, just released a statement. Would you like for me to read it? Uh, if it's not a drunken stupor, I'm going to be disappointed. She's not speaking. It's written. So, you know, you know that she didn't. Yeah. yeah, it was an age. You know, she didn't yeah. write this. Dear Democratic colleagues, this weekend, the American people spoke out in person and in large numbers about their opposition to the Supreme Court's disrespect for a woman's freedom over her reproductive health. It's funny. They didn't care too much about it when they said we need to make vaccinations mandatory. And, you know, it's they didn't yeah. care too much about yeah. that. Well, quite yeah. frankly, if you if you really want um, if you really want an abortion, maybe Male and female, go get a COVID vaccine. Just saying, that's the latest report that's out. We'll talk about that later in the week. Following the release, yeah, following the release of the draft decision, our pro-choice House Democratic majority has been hard at work preparing for the possibility of this tragic outcome. Our caucus has been exploring avenues to protect the health and freedom of American women. Among them is legislation that protects women's most intimate and personal data stored in reproductive health apps. Right, right, because they, the tech companies, they care so much about your privacy. Yeah, sure. Many fear that this information could be used against women by a sinister prosecutor in a state that criminalizes abortion. So because clearly there we're targeting the red states. Makes clear that Americans have the constitutional right to travel freely and voluntarily throughout the United States. Uh, um, you can't restrict interstate travel period. So making that a political issue is even more divisive. Once again, passes the Women's Health Protection Act, which is landmark legislation to enshrine Roe v. Wade into the law of the land. I, I thought this was ruled that it was not constitutional in the first place. In his disturbing concurrence, Justice Clarence Thomas confirmed many of our deepest fears about where this decision may lead, taking aim at additional long-standing precedent and cherished privacy rights, from access to contraception and in vitro fertilization to marriage equality. You notice uh, they're going quick. after all three now. Yeah, go ahead. There is no such thing as precedent. It's either I agree. constitutional or it's not. There is no precedent clause. I agree. 
I agree. Legislation is being introduced to further codify freedoms which Americans currently enjoy. More information to follow. It is still appalling to me that, 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 of course, this is on a personal note here. You can tell this. It is still appalling to me that Chief Justice of the Supreme Court would agree that a constitutional right does not exist if it was not spelled out explicitly and in public when the 14th Amendment was ratified over 150 years ago. Um, excuse me, Nancy, hon, I, I know you need to put the bottle down, okay? You, you need to put that down for just a few minutes and realize that, as a matter of fact, to echo what you just said, is it in the Constitution or is it not? It's pretty black and white. There's no, there's no um, coming up with something that, that doesn't exist within the Constitution. That's not how this works. The Supreme Court of the United States has one job and one job only, and that is to be the last line of defense against people trying to undermine the Constitution of the United States of America. That is the only job that they have. They have no other job. They have no other purpose. They should not have any other job or any other purpose. The court should be black and white. One thing that has angered me about the Supreme Court over the years, since I've become politically aware, has been the fact that they haven't been black and white. Case in point, the Obamacare thing, the Affordable Care Act, that it wasn't affordable at all. Oh, um, we need to we need to look at this subsection and, and we need to rephrase what that said. No. No, either it's constitutional or it's not. If it's not constitutional, the whole damn thing, no matter what it is, gets thrown out and you go to the back of the line, Jack. You redraft that sucker and you bring it back up until it gets back onto the uh, to the docket for them. That's how it works. You go to the back of the line and you start over. You don't say, OK, we're going to keep this part and then we're going to we're going to redraft this. No, no. It's either all constitutional or it's not. That's black and white. That's what the court should be. That's what the court's supposed to be. Just a quick educational thing for Nancy. The Constitution is full of negative liberties, meaning it's restrictions on what the government has power to do, not positive liberties. What she's arguing is positive liberties. Um, so, yeah, just just quick a little educational thing there for Nancy, because, uh, you know, maybe she's had one too many sips of vodka and has forgotten that uh, the, the, the Constitution restrains government, not empower. She goes on to say, while this extremist Supreme Court works to punish and control the American people, Democrats must continue our fight to expand freedom in America. Doing so is foundational to our oath of office and our fidelity to the Constitution. It is clear from how Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell stacked the Supreme Court that elections have ramifications. It is essential that we protect and expand our pro-choice majorities in the House and in the Senate in November so that we can eliminate the filibuster, so that we can restore women's fundamental rights and freedom for every American. Thank you for your leadership for the people, Nancy. Do you notice that there's been something like a million plus uh, people switching sides from Dem yeah, to I saw that today. Republican? Yeah, they actually yeah. they lost a million votes today. Yeah, so... Oh, and by the way, yeah, the Supreme I, I Court, they, they overturned the... Uh, the Supreme Court of the state of New York, by the way, not the U.S. Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of the state of, New of the state of New York overturned what the Democrats did in the last election, allowing non-citizens to vote. That is no longer the case in the state of New York. Yeah, uh, I believe it was only New York City that had that policy. But nonetheless, um, they did. They, yeah, they did slammed it down. That, the state. News. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good because uh, yeah, elections are coming up quick. Uh, but it, it <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm just baffled that nancy is still in, in office people still vote for her assumedly do they though uh, do they i mean really yeah, well i don't know she doesn't even I live know, in her district for god's sake yeah she doesn't 
Uh, many of them don't actually. But to 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 what she's saying there, it it's it's only going to push the the right leaning those that believe. You know, not even if you're for abortion. Okay, let's say you're okay with abortion up to 18 weeks. You were okay with Roe v. Wade, but past that, you're kind of like, eh. Once there's a heart, once there's a heartbeat, yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't, you know, or or yeah, you know, uh, which I think the heartbeat is actually even sooner than 16 weeks. But anyway, you have no place in the Democratic Party if you want to have abortions, but it be limited to uh, hell, like all, all the other countries, 12 weeks. If you want to have that, you're not welcome in the Democrat Party. It's either you go whole hog with the nine up to birth in it actually in some cases it was it virginia uh the the senator was talking about oh, no how it was the, the governor the would be no it was northam yeah the governor no. that's what yeah. it was oh that was that was horrible about how the yeah, i couldn't believe i was hearing would that would be left comfortable uh, uh it would be born left be comfortable born. as the the, the, comfortable. the mother and the doctor decide whether to abort it it's like wait yeah. it's the argument was in the womb still and now the the argument is like that was yeah he said uh, that on a radio like, show. He said, he said that, that on, on a radio, radio yeah. show. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, 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 well, I mean, I could, but but I couldn't. Anyway, okay. All right. Let's 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 move on from that. You talked a couple of days ago privately about, uh, you brought up a guy's name that I hadn't heard for about a year now, John McAfee. Strange. Um, here's, here's supposedly a guy that offs himself, which I... I mean, I'm not saying that he did. I'm not saying that he didn't. But it was just under strange circumstances because he said many times, he says, look, if I wind up dead somewhere, he says, I didn't do it. You know, I'm not suicidal. He said that many, many times because the guy was yep. into some, you know, into some stuff within, you know, the government and all that stuff, business dealings and everything else. And uh, he um, he was found dead in a, a jail in Spain awaiting extradition. Mm -hmm. And they still haven't released his body. It's still in the freezer. Why? Yeah, still in the freezer. And not only is it in the freezer, but the family wanted to have an independent autopsy and the, they won't allow them to have an independent autopsy. Uh-huh. The, the argument is they're still um, going through the legal proceedings to have the body released to the family is their argument. But I'm, I'm sorry, after a year of this? Um, no. I, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case at all. It says here the body of antivirus software pioneer John McAfee still remains in a Spanish morgue after a year, uh, a year after he was found dead. Uh, spokesperson for the regional government's Justice Department said on Thursday that his corpse is still at the same Barcelona morgue where the autopsy was carried out. The official said it was not common for identified bodies that were reclaimed by family members to be stored for such a long time. This has been one of the longest years of my life. This is according to his uh, to his daughter. Uh, I would not wish this journey on anyone. Uh, she, though, at the end did say that she believes that her father did indeed commit suicide. I'm not convinced personally, uh, maybe possible, but I, I guess if they're threatening that they're going to go after his family next, maybe he did, unless he did this. It just the the way it went down. Let's say it was suicide, okay? Just for the sake of argument, uh, and the family was concerned and wanted to have an independent autopsy. Why would you bar? What's the benign reason you would bar the family from having an independent autopsy if he did commit suicide? That's what his wife is asking. She she's asking that same question. She says if there were uh, if there were any credibility to the suicide story, then why are they not allowing us to have an independent autopsy? Why can't we get their autopsy report? They won't even let them see the the autopsy report from the Spanish authorities. Yeah, yeah. So it it does not 
it doesn't compute. Uh, no. This all no. smells like a cover-up. I, th- I think I think McAfee had dirt. That's what I think. Now, on who and, and what, I don't know. I don't know. But I did see an interview of him, um, I want to say it was like three years ago, where he worked a deal. Rather than provide the government with software, listen to what he did. Rather than provide the government with software to find out what the Democrats were doing, most notably it was the Clinton camp and the DNC, to find out what they were doing, he didn't go in and you know hack into their system and, and plant something on them to you know scrape data or anything like that. He just called them up and said, hey, uh, I've got 5,000 laptops that are brand new. I'll donate to the Democrat Party. <laughs> That's how he got it. So, I mean, wh- wh- what do you do? If you have the money yeah. to do it, why not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's what he did. So he got the information that way. And that's that's my guess. I don't know that for sure. It's pure speculation. I've got absolutely nothing to back that up with. I'm just going off of the interview that he gave. That's all. Um, so and I, I guess, you know, it's, I'm entitled to my own opinion, right? I mean, it's, everyone is. I actually have family members that use uh, that that antivirus system. It's a and- good program. It's always been a good program. It 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 is a it is a good program, but the the level of uh, intrusion it does on investigating things to make sure it's a virus or not. If a uh, malicious individual was to use that software to you know key log or see what programs are running on your system, everything's there. All it, it, it's literally spyware. Yes, it is uh, antivirus protection, but the level of intrusion, uh, that is the apt word, is pretty astounding. Uh, you could get all that information if they were using your, your service. So in this case, he could be like, yeah, I'll give you 5,000 laptops and they're all going to be using my antivirus yeah, I, software. I, I can't recall if that was the exact number, but he did say that he had some laptops that he donated uh, to the government. I can't, I, I know it was a lot of them. I don't know uh, the exact number. I was just, that was the first number that came to my head. I'm assuming that's, it was quite a bit, but. Well, yeah, even, even if the number's wrong, the, the concept is still, still sound. It's just, I recommended they get, uh, these individuals get rid of that software pretty quick uh, because they're actually gamers and it's, um, it's a, it's, it's not conducive for trying to play video games. It takes up way too much CPU and so forth. But it is a good software if you're if you're doing like business work or something like that. It's you know it's fine. Uh, but when you're doing something that's three um, D intensive or you know th- those type of things, it's just not. It's not. It's not a good. Do you know who else was just placed on uh, suicide watch? Ghislaine Maxwell pending sentencing. Yeah, um, suicide watch which means her cameras are all off. And um, mm-hmm. if she was off, though, if she died of by su- I, I imagine there's some people across the pond that would be, that would uh, investigate because um, of her ties with Mossad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually I have one of uh, one of McAfee's interviews here. This is one of the interviews he gave. Uh, it is a couple of minutes, but it, it's worth it, d- d- you know, just because of what we're talking about here. The deep state is a conspiracy theory of, of uh, it's defined as the people within the U.S. government and military who are in secret control of government policy. <laughs> secret? <laughs> Please, people. The deep state is those people 
within the U.S. government that are career employees that cannot be fired by people that we elect by the Congress or the president. Um, there are the FCC, the uh, the CIA, the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the IRS. Are these people in control? Can they enact laws? Yes, they're called regulations for every law that Congress passes, and we elect Congress to pass our laws, there are 20 regulations enacted by federal agencies that have far more impact on our lives than anything Congress can possibly pass. Uh, Is there a deep state? Yes. Uh, Can we fire these people? No. Can presidents fire them? No. (laughs) It's designed that way so that political parties and political interests cannot affect the deep state. Do you understand the nightmare of our situation, people? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not secret. It's as open as anything could be. In the past, since 1975, 200,000 regulations have been passed by our federal agencies, uh, encompassing 800,000 pages of fine print uh, people. It is no secret. It is as open as it can be. The deep state does control America. Wake up, people, please. God, use some common sense. Thank you. Is what he said right there, is any of that incorrect? I mean, that's exactly what we've talked about, is that you have unelected uh, unelected bureaucrats in there that um, are you, you have no control over them. Like, Congress regularly uh, takes the powers that is given to them uh, directly. And they take those powers and they give it to some unelected bureaucrat and say, here, you deal with it. You, you, you do your thing. Then you get the, the long term, you know, bureaucrats that have been in there for like example, Fauci, that have been in there since the 80s. And you can't, fire you can't get rid of them. No, yeah. you can't get rid of him. He's he's in there. As as he said, it's designed that way. You you, you just can't get rid of these people. This was one of McAfee's last tweets uh, right after he got one of his uh, one of his tattoos on his arm. He says, getting subtle messages from U.S. officials in effect, quote, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. Think about that. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. I remember when he sent that tweet. Yeah. And he put schwacked on his right arm. So. Yeah. For those that couldn't see the image. Okay. Um, you got anything else today? I know it's going to be an abbreviated one today. I do apologize. Like I said, we, uh, we had something else lined up and it didn't quite work out. So, um, we're going to have to, uh, we have to work on that again. Um, you got anything else? No, I, I think that pretty much covers it. Nothing else really. Oh, we actually, no, there was the, the Supreme court, uh, going back to the Supreme court rulings. There was one on prayer, which was uh, kind of a big deal. Um, there was a football coach in Washington state that would go and pray uh, after each football game by himself at the 50 yard line and didn't make a show of it. He didn't do like he didn't invite kids or any of those kind of things. He just did it himself. And the students eventually caught on and asked him about it. And he told them, you know, he was honest about it. And then the school eventually fired him for having this prayer after, after the game. Anyway, he took it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, yeah, the school doesn't have the right to fire you over that. Um, so you, you have the right to prayer on the field. I agree. I agree. 
it is a constitutionally protected right under the First Amendment. You have your freedom of religion. You can pray to whatever you want. You can go pray to a tree if you want. That's your constitutionally protected right. Anyway, we're going to have to go ahead and go. So for those of you who would like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. You know someone you're trying to wake up. You know someone you're trying to get to think on their own. We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce, thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. 